0: This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damageguild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content
1: previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You spot eight cultists leaving the party. So we've waited until that group
0: has passed us and then we trace after them. What about the cage room? Could we wait until they're down there and then reset the whole puzzle so that it fills with acid? Would they just be trapped in there? That's perfect.
1: They make their way into the first trial. You wait around about ten minutes and then open the door and you don't see anyone.
0: We can trap them down there. We just rotate the column. I should go and try the levers Chaba should stay and be ready to shoot
1: you hear feet on stone coming from the rooms up ahead and you see cultists entering the chambers they look up through the lattice work of metal and see you standing in the door one of them shouts it's them
2: Ha <laughs> it's us suckers
0: from behind tokus's uh shoulder i pop my head up and i point to the crown on my head and i say you looking for this
1: Everyone, roll initiative. Oh boy!
2: Ah. Da, da 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 da. Initiative. Just what I wanted to hear. <laughs> 14 for Shab and 13 for Stripes.
3: For that'll be a gentleman's 22. <laughs> wow. Tokus is going on an eight. I feel like there's something last session that I really wanted to remember for this session, but I can't.
2: Um, it was that you. Are holding up a hex ah. Maybe Quite possibly Wouldn't I have lost it by walking through the The anti-magic zone? Yes yeah. Good point yeah. <laughs> So no, there was nothing you were wanting to remember From last
3: time <laughs> Well, but we did rest, so I do have my hex Yes But my hex is useless because they're inside of an
2: anti-magic Field
1: Correct So you were all just outside the anti-magic area, right?
2: Yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're outside the door, correct.
1: The first one to go is Aslo, and from what you can see, I mean, there's this big tower that's kind of in the middle of the room here, and so you can really only see the first guy that came around the side and saw you up there. You assume that there are the others behind him.
0: Now, do we just open fire on these guys? I mean, they haven't really made a move against us yet, right? Do you want to try to
2: negotiate? Since we're in initiative, I would assume that they are <laughs> planning to make some sort of a move. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, I will, I'm going to uh, delay my action with my crossbow and just basically wait for them to make the first move. And if they do, I shoot.
2: Now, depending on how the crown's power works, if you speak something and you're not in an anti-magic zone, but they are... Then, what you say could either work or not work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like your I like your reasoning there, Shaba. That's it's sound logic. Yeah, I can tell you've taken
3: a, a course in logic. This <laughs> would be a good opportunity, though. Actually, Shaba makes a good point, Aslo. This might be a good opportunity to try out the crown mm. because yeah. they're not really going to come and get us very easily. They're kind of like rats in a cage, mm-hmm.
0: kind of. And
2: like despite, that. despite all their, all their rage, rage, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't reach us easily. Fane doesn't get the reference. <laughs>
0: Fane didn't listen to enough Grunge rock, smashing pumpkins. Going up. Yeah,
2: smashing pumpkins for all you '90s kids out there, represent.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a try. I place my hands on my head, holding on to the crown just to kind of make sure that it's working. <laughs> and I look at the foremost cultist and I say, You will listen to me and do everything I command.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's working, All yes. right. Excellent. <laughs> Influence reached. I say,
2: do seven jumping jacks.
1: There's no visible effect.
0: Dang it. I was so sure <laughs> for like 3 seconds <laughs> crap
1: uh
2: okay
3: well, I tried
2: Oh well Well, it could be just the magic's not penetrating the anti-magic zone
3: Yeah, that's what I'm telling myself <laughs> Well, he couldn't make me do push-ups
0: earlier, though That's true Yeah, so But you, kn- I feel like you know me too well You're able to resist my charms at this point mm-hmm. That's true So, uh, I mean, that's that gives you an unfair advantage against the crown
3: I mean, when I don't need to conserve my strength anymore I could totally do some push-ups You were very convincing Okay, <laughs> alright, fair enough As long as I get my push-ups eventually.
1: One of the cultists wearing the mask comes out from behind the tower, and he starts barking orders to the others. You three, behind this wall, you two, over there, clear a path. Then he quickly withdraws out of sight. Hmm. Shabba's turn. I will uh, hunker by the pass-through
2: to the room so I can kind of see what's going on down there, but not be, like, out in the open, you know? Just sort of hugging the wall, or maybe behind it. Kind of peeking out every now and then. And I'll just chill with my bow in my hand. I thought they weren't going to be able to get out. Well, they're, they're not yet. I mean...
3: He sounded very confident with his barking orders. Yeah, it <laughs>
2: seems more like they're taking up defensive positions to prevent us from advancing on them while they figure something out, maybe. Yeah, True. Like, I feel like that's what we would do. If, we, if the tables were turned, we wouldn't just, like, walk away. We'd be like, okay, let's, like,
1: keep an eye on these fools and try to figure out how we're going to get out of here. So is Shabu attacking or just standing there and watching?
2: I'm going to ready an attack action. If anybody attacks me or one of the other party members,
1: I will attack. But I'm, I'm not actually going to be the one to fire the first shot. Three more of these cultists pop out around the side of this tower. Each of them is holding a bow. Oh! And they start
3: to shoot. They came well equipped for this particular encounter.
2: <laughs> All right. So do I shoot first in response to their shots, or after their shots happen? Uh, I'll let you go first. All right. So that's a eighteen. Eighteen hits. Six damage on what, whichever guy looks the most obnoxious. <laughs> Do we really have a reason to fight these guys if they're trapped in there? That's what I'm wondering. But we
3: don't know if they're trapped in there.
2: Yeah, but can we just go up the stairs and wait to see
3: what they do? And then you want to fight them without the advantage of cover? Well, maybe we don't have the advantage with them having this many bows.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking, is that we don't really have an advantage here unless we use it as a pinch point.
3: Yeah, they might have a hard time resting in there with the, uh, the whole acid thing going on. I guess they could back out into the previous room, though.
1: Yeah. Tokus, I'm going to assume that you're using your shield to try to block one of the shots going at Shaba. I'm going to try to block if they're going to hit my friends. Okay. You deflect one shot, and it turns that into a miss by one. The other one was already a miss by one. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Fantastic. Two more shots going at Shaba. One of those hits. Two more shots. And two more shots going at Tokus. They have
3: extra attack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of monsters have two attacks per round. Do
3: you hear
0: that? You're a bunch of monsters.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you monsters. Multi attack is standard for pretty much anything above challenge of one or two.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So they pump Shaba full of holes.
1: (laughs) So six shots, but only one hits. Shaba takes 11 points of damage. Do you want to stone 11 from one shot. Good night. Yeah,
2: I do want to stone that. Stones that thing.
1: Crying out loud.
0: I'll tell you right now, Yetis have multi attack. That's for sure. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: They do. Oh, wow. I rolled an 11 (laughs) on the D12. Nice. So the arrow strikes you, and you just don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You just focus really hard, and it,
3: like, it sticks
2: into (sighs) you, and then you just
3: kind of, like, and it pops out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I just flex my muscles, and it backs out.
3: Or you just, like, grow a protrusion that, like, blocks the arrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right at that moment, I I sprout a new Pebbly protrusion. (laughs) All right, yeah, guys, I don't really see a reason why to stand around and just take all these bow shots. Yeah. Yeah, me either. Unless we can, like, AOE them. Which we Crazy, can't. Crazy, which we can't because there's no magic. We should just back away and. Yeah. Not.
3: Well, actually, we could AoE. What if we back away? Well, wait, we should talk about this at the
2: end well, of the. It's Tokus' turn now. Yeah, we should talk about this now. We should leave initiative and run away. Like, get, <laughs> get back to where they can't see us.
3: Yeah. Yeah, at the beginning of the hallway. Like, I, we still want a pinch point.
1: Right. Mm hmm. Okay, Tokus, your turn.
3: I'm supposed to be the last one to leave, guys. I should be protecting you guys right? It's fine. They just took their turn so we can all run. Yeah, we can all run. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so I run to the end of the hall where they can't see us anymore. Same. Likewise. Okay, so you're just running out of view. Like strategic cowards we are.
2: Mm Hmm.
1: Sometimes running is the smart thing. It is. Alright, so you see two guys that seem to be a little bit more heavily armored run up to one of the metal grates on the lower level and have some tools in hand that they Mm -hmm. begin to use to try to saw through this Mm. great it's probably going to take a while for that to actually work but they came prepared huh they're
3: going to try to saw through the metal okay (laughs) um so they're trapped for a number of minutes to hours
1: yeah
0: the question is yeah how long and is that long enough for us to go back up to the main camp and assault them without worrying about them coming from behind right
2: yeah when we get back to town i'm gonna have to ask almar where i can buy such a tool (laughs) because i'd really like to have one
0: it seems like a great tool for just such an occasion
2: i definitely need a tool that can saw through metal (laughs) i was not aware that such a tool
1: existed yeah diamond tip saw (laughs) yeah As you're withdrawing, two others come out and take shots with short bows. For crying out loud? Aslo is struck for seven points of damage from one of the arrows. Ouch. That's all that happens before the rest of you act, and you can get far enough away that they can't really see you.
3: I'm getting the vibe that this troop of enemies outclasses us. I really do think they sent some of their strongest. I can't imagine all the cultists back at the camp are this power level. And if they are, we're dead anyway. Like, I think we hail Mary and try to get out of here. Hmm. Okay. I think staying and trying to fight these guys is foolish. Like, I feel like confirmed. Last time I was speculated that, I feel like we have hard evidence that what I might be saying has some truth to it.
2: If we are going to fight them, then fighting them under these circumstances is obviously better than waiting until they get out somehow. Yeah. But we don't have
3: the advantage in the circumstance, right? We can't. We were hoping to do pot shots or something, and they beat us in that area mm-hmm. by sheer volume. I mean, you might be the better shot Shaba. you probably are the better shot. But, like, one guaranteed hit is not going to beat eight hits, mm-hmm. even with healing. Mm. I mean, like, okay, yes, the healing is the factor, right? The fact that we, we get, like, one or two attacks. We have some healing. I can sit there and try to block for you guys. Like, I feel like they're going to saw through the thing before we do anything meaningful.
2: I, yeah, hmm. I mean, I guess. I don't know. This metal has been submerged in acid for hundreds of years, and now they're just going <laughs> to saw through it with some mundane tool that they have?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly the thing, right, is that, like, we we definitely have the advantage against this group right now if we fight them here. As far as the guy's sawing, it has to take at least, I mean, sawing through metal at least, like, five or ten minutes, which is forever
2: in combat. Five or right? ten minutes? Five or ten hours is more like yeah, it. Yeah,
0: well, right, exactly. Like It
2: could be an hour, it
0: could be minutes. But as, as far as combat goes it's forever right Right, either way right so if we stand and fight them we have a chance of killing them before they saw through the bars right if we run away and try to assault the main group there's a chance that they escape before we formulate our plan and
3: actually pull it off in which case we might be fighting both if we're gonna fight them we want an advantage i don't see the advantage so much anymore like i don't know if we could set up a spike growth attack pattern they're not dumb like the last things we fought right Yeah, the more I think
0: about it I am strongly in favor of leaving them We uh, shut this door and bar it however we can Mm -hmm. To further delay them Because like like Shaba said It has to take hours to to saw through metal Then they have to get through a locked door And they're within anti-magic So they can't just knock or something They can't cast knock Right And then that gives us lots of time to go back And we're just going to have to um, Plow through Yeah, hail Mary it like we said Yeah
3: We don't need to kill the cult here
2: Right
0: We just need to escape
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Our
3: goal is long term We want to work the advantage of the crown and the bracer Yeah So Yeah, we don't need to win We just need to live Yeah Right Okay So let's do that then
2: So two is the maximum number of people that you can turn invisible at any time, right? Yes Okay Cause invisibility requires concentration so you can't double cast it.
0: Yep, requires concentration. I can cast it at third level to get two
3: targets. I mean, in my mind we turn you, Shaba, we turn you and Aslo invisible.
2: Well we we pass without trace everybody. Mm-hmm. We turn me and you, Tokus, invisible. Because you have worse stealth than Aslo does. Aslo has... Aslo's stealth is almost as high as mine.
3: Oh, you're hoping me sneak through? I thought I create a distraction. You guys invisibly start up the rope and then maybe I'll, like, try to misty to the rope and get a head start. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I don't think we'll be able to sneak past them. Yeah. Thane described that it was a pretty strict perimeter. Mm-hmm. We could sacrifice Stripey to be the distraction. Tokus loves that idea.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I actually don't hate the idea. I'm think. I'm thinking back to that. I don't hate the idea of Stripey and I being a distraction. You guys are invisible. You start up the rope, and I have some abilities, and I also have a lot of tankiness and the armband. I might be able to live through a round or two of them going after me. Mm. I wouldn't be able to save Stripey, but like I might be able to get out alive. At least you guys get out alive. Mm-hmm. I don't really see a lot of other options. Unless you want to just brawl 27 cultists. <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's bar the door, whatever we can do. Do we see anything that might be able to do that? Well, one of us needs to close the door maybe take some more
1: hits. So I volunteer to do that. You can go off to the side and push it closed.
3: Like behind
0: the wall of the circular room and just close it from there? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I close the stone door.
1: You can still hear them shouting and sighing, hmm. presuming you're not taking a peek in. Otherwise, they'll probably try to shoot at you again.
3: Nah, I don't need to take a peek. So, all right, door's closed. Do we see anything that might make it obvious? Is the door lockable? Like, what is what's the
2: situation?
1: Yeah, handle, lock... Anything. It has a large knob in the center of the door. And there's nothing around here that is designed to be mobile other than the door. Like you can't mm. you know, no blocks lying around, no boards or whatever. Right. Alright. Everybody check your
0: packs for something you can use to lock.
3: I mean if we're just buying trying to buy time, what if we dump some of our water skins And then I freeze it. Frozen doors are harder to open, and then it would at least be slippery.
2: How long does that last?
3: It doesn't seem to have a limit. I imagine just when ice melts. Just until it actually physically melts. Hmm. Yeah, like it makes ice.
1: What's the weight limit of the satchel? The satchel can hold 500 pounds or 125 cubic feet. That's a lot of pounds and cubic feet Mm
3: -hmm. Do we want to use one of those satchels and sacrifice it and literally let the cult get their hands on one of the magical
2: satchels? No, I'm saying we go and find a bunch of stone and load up the satchel with it, bring it back Oh, and
3: empty the satchel in front of the door Hmm.
2: Yeah, just a bunch of rubble, that door will catch on everything (laughs) (laughs) Is that worth our time? It's going to be stone grinding on stone with just like all different sized rocks
3: this whole effort would be to make it so that they don't penetrate the anti-magic field. Are they inside the magic field? Yes. If they're on that side of the door, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Because I was going to say, because there's one guy in their group that just like can like bend and twist reality. Yeah. Seems like a pretty great skill.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he
3: didn't just like walk outside the room and then bend and twist the reality of this whole trap room.
2: Well, because remember, as soon as magic enters it, it stops. Right. Disappears. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so
3: whatever rubble we do choose, it needs to be like heavy, strong rubble that makes it so they can't get out of the magic to then get rid of all the rubble.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like I said, it's really just a matter of catching the the spot between the door and the floor cuz it's all stone. So you jam up that you jam up that mm-hmm. space even if it's anything from like small pebbles to larger rocks.
3: So what's the game plan? We're trying to just Slow them down even more, and then try to come up with a plan to fight the other guys. Slow them
2: down even more, slash make it so that they literally cannot get out. Like mm. if the door, if a huge stone door is stuck in place, and they don't have magic, they're not going to saw through the stone door.
3: Right. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, depending on like how important these particular cultists are, the remaining cultists that we don't defeat, which will be many, will probably form a search party and dig them out. So. It's not like we're killing these cultists forever in this realm. Sure. Right. By that point, we'll either be dead or escaped. Yes. Or some combination thereof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're pretty sure we need to buy more time. Could we tell how fast it looked like they were sawing through the metal? They were just starting when you saw They were just starting. How thick are these bars? Three
1: quarters of an inch, maybe.
3: Oh, yeah. I like this plan, Shaba. I like this plan. Yeah. So we all grab a... Do we each have one or do we only have the one? One satchel.
2: I thought... We made splits. Yeah, didn't we? Did we not split it up? I
3: thought Mernie split them, and then we each got one. Split them? I don't remember that.
2: I feel like I
1: remember something about that. They're splittable. Yeah, you can each have one. Yeah. Oh,
3: cool. In my notes, I have Mernie's inter- interdimensional satchel. Does anybody else have that written in their notes? that they have
2: one? I feel like I did.
3: I sure do. He just warned us that if we give them to the other people bad things can happen. Yes, uh, exactly. All right. So we run around and start filling our bags with heavy things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just run up the
0: stairs, find rubble, come back, unload.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, how long are you going to spend doing this? Yeah, hopefully this doesn't take us that long. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't take that long to find
3: rocks in a cave. How about this? If we, if we can't get a pile of rubble worthwhile in the first... Ten fifteen 15 minutes of this search, it's probably not worth it, and we should just use those 10 to 15 minutes to get to the camp and leave.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: I would suggest more than no more than 5 to 10 minutes we try this.
2: Yeah, I would say 15. Because, like,
3: that might literally be how long it takes them to get through the bar, though. Bars. Uh, I mean, surely they have to get through more than one bar, but they had two saws.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, again, depending on how they're sawing through they can't just saw through a bar and then be out right they've got to saw through several bars and then saw through those same bars in another place to have enough room for somebody to well how many mm-hmm. gate? I thought they only had the one gate they need to saw through Shaba
0: yeah but any one point remember th- when we were in there the bars were set close enough that it was impossible for even a small person like us to squeeze right, through right
3: we couldn't squeeze through but that's what I'm saying is they have two, so- they have two guys working on this they have two saws right? yeah but they're very close together yes they're close Together, but maybe they only need to get through six bars, right? Five, six bars before they can start to squeeze.
2: Right. Yeah. So.
0: And each bar they have to saw
3: twice, right? In order
0: to right, remove that exactly, one section. In order of the to bar. remove
2: so that section.
3: It's going to take them a while. All right. So we, we spend as little time as possible to at least get an initial pile of rubble into our interdimensional satchels. Yeah, so right. Exactly. How long do you think that takes, guys? Five. 10 minutes at most
2: Yeah And again The point is not to like Build up so much rubble That it
1: stops the door From opening The point is to jam the door
3: Yeah Well we jam the door But then we should Pile stuff As well, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah, Uh uh-huh. spend about ten minutes scouring the area, hoping not to get surprised by monsters as you do so.
3: Yep, keeping an eye Uh
1: out. (laughs) Yep, Yep,
3: looking for those bird brains.
1: And you get a decent collection of rubble. Go back down, and pile it in front of the stairs, try to jam it into the tiny gap.
3: Stones that look like they could fit in the cracks and crevices between the stone floor and the
1: door. Right. Yeah, or we'll get caught very easily as they open it.
2: And then jam
3: them in
0: with
1: our feet. And then run away. You block the door as effectively as you can and leave the area before they have a chance to test your attempt at blocking them in. So are you are going to run all the way back to the other camp now?
3: Don't we have, like, caltrops or something? I obscurely remember that we at one point got, like, a random bag of caltrops. We do. I have that written down, actually. <laughs> Is it finally time to use it? Doesn't that slow <laughs> down enemies or...? Uh, it does minimal damage to them okay so that's just as effective as leaving a spike growth here
0: actually you know what maybe we try using the caltrops to jam under the door too
2: oh that's a good idea yeah because
0: the way they're shaped they're triangle ish Mm -hmm. aren't don't they
3: hurt though if we handle them no Eh, if you handle them carefully
2: yeah i would yeah intermittently Try and jam some cow in there
3: I don't know if you want to waste your whole bag of cow traps Maybe a few of your cow traps
2: It's okay, they're cheap to buy and they're yeah. Okay,
3: these are like torches
0: Yes, yeah. exactly, they're, they're the fire damage clubs Of small objects that you leave laying on the ground
2: Yeah, the, the entire purpose of them Is to be left laying on the ground So <laughs> they're not very expensive
0: <laughs> So yeah, I just grab, you know, a, a few And just kind of wedge them under the doors As best I can And as we're running away, yeah, I'll just dump the rest of the bag out In front of the door Okay. So we run back to where our original camp was.
1: All right. It's going to take you, again, a couple hours to get all the way back. Right. That's fine.
3: Yeah. Whatever time lead we have on those guys is still in play. Like, we're moving at the fastest pace we can. Yeah. Yeah. Until we get closer. Yeah. Once we get closer to the camp, maybe we're not full speed because we may want to
1: stealth So you make it back to the camp. You do hear these monsters off in the distance. Ever-present threat, but you've passed along this path several times, and it seems like the closest threats, at least, have been eliminated either by you or by the cultists for the time being.
3: Okay. Yeah, they probably killed the white lobsters. Yeah. Mm. You guys remember those?
1: Yep. So you make it back to your hiding place near their base camp, and you can see them still set up there. It actually looks like there's a bit of increased activity. People are moving around camp. Looks like they might be getting ready to, like they're putting a group together to move somewhere. Okay.
0: Okay, that's a good Mm -hmm. sign.
1: Should we wait this one out and see
2: where, where they go?
3: We'll wait a little bit to see
0: what that's all about. I think, yeah, by the time we finish running back there, we catch our breath for a few minutes, we watch them, and yeah, we sit there and watch for 10, 15 minutes as we formulate our plan.
2: I would say more like an hour.
3: Yeah, however long it takes. I want to see what's up with this group.
2: Yeah. Also, just again for clarification, every last one of the cultists that we've seen so far is human-sized. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So they're not only a cult, but they are a racist cult. So that just makes me hate them even more.
1: <laughs> Most of the people in this land are humans. Okay, yeah. Probably a good like, 70 to 80% of the general population. This land meaning this continent, or? Yeah, this whole region, like all of these countries nearby. Okay.
0: Yeah, when we do finally apprehend the cult, I would like to see their diversity statement. Please and thank
1: you. I would. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: <laughs> uh, you're in violation of... I'd like to make sure that they have equity and inclusion training regularly. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> yeah, we'll implement that for them
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think we need some business process solutions uh, <laughs> from the AAA team here <laughs>
3: <laughs> But both hypnotic pattern and invisibility are concentration, right? Uh, yes, sadly Man yeah. As is silence, in case we wanted to use that So which one of those do we go with? Uh, I bring to the table my ring of jump, misty step There's no water, so... well, no, yeah, we still have water this whole cavern has a thin film of water, right?
1: Yeah, their camp is... I mean, where you landed was all covered in water, so their camp is on top of a thin layer of water.
3: Perfect. Mm. So I could also maybe freeze some of it, make some pizzas of ice. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good. I also have shadow stone. How does the shadow stone work? Could you chuck it? Uh, I could, yeah. It's a 20-foot radius of darkness. I don't hate that. Like We just need to do some crowd control. And try to get to the rope
2: so if they've got torches and lights or whatever around their perimeter, how big around is their perimeter first of all?
1: They've got their main camp, and then it was like 30 or 40 feet away from the edge of their camp is where the lights start. so it's probably like a hundred hundred to fifty feet diameter, maybe. Okay, and how many lights in total
2: do we see? Are these just like torches on like a, an emplacement? No, or there like are magic s- lights around the outside. they're just kind lights. of floating in place. Okay, mm. magical lights, wow, and then how many are there that we see, like a dozen, two dozen, five dozen, five, let's say ten okay,
0: and they're like right at the base of the
3: rope and the ladder, right
2: yeah, okay,
3: I don't really see another way that we could do this encounter other than leveraging the the armband, the armband, the crown, well, I don't know if the crown's helpful here yet, but i I mean, you could try it if you wanted, but I advocate for you and Shaba go invisible, Stripey and I distract them away from the rope, you start to climb the rope, and then I hope that, you know, some combination of armband abilities and my mobility lets me get to the rope and also free. I'd have to wait till you guys are significantly up the rope, though, otherwise it's not worth it. Yeah, my,
0: my main concern is the fact that they're, like, right at the base of this ladder I think our only real chance is as many of us being passed without trace and or invisible as possible and then crowd control with hypnotic pattern
2: guys hey guys hey what's up as much as I hate to admit it there is a third option uh oh that we have at our disposal
3: <laughs> um what's the third option
2: we can send the crown to Murney find out what it does how to use it as he did with the armband and then figure out how to use the crown to help us get by this group.
3: I don't think it's going to get us by the group. We've already demonstrated that the crown is limited in its powers. Or we haven't figured out how to use them. Yeah, true.
2: Well, we've tried to control people who are in an anti-magic zone, so that's not a, a very good sample size. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I've tried to control Tokus.
2: Also not a good sample size, without actually knowing what the crown does.
3: We, well, we weren't able to do anything with the armband until we knew what it did, in fairness. Right. It just gave me plus one armor class, and I didn't even know that it did that.
2: So, Tokus, do you trust Murnie enough for us, too.
3: I think we've f- thoroughly established our other plans suck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, first of all, so two two issues with that
0: plan, Shaba One is that Mernie only checks the satchel however often, and two is that it would probably take him a lot of time testing and, and researching to figure out what
3: it does.
1: Yeah, you agreed that he would check once a day. Yeah, once okay. a day. You have no idea what time of day it is right now or when you would check next?
3: Mm. Well, the crown's not really helping us in combat yet from what we can tell anyway, uh-huh. so...
2: What we can do is, I mean, we can send him a note in advance and say, Hey, check the bag, like, or are you there? Everything cool? We're going to send the crown. Or we can just put the crown in there and say, Hey, when you take the crown, leave us a note and let us know what you think in terms of how long it might take you to...
3: It took a long time for him to do the armband. I actually don't think this is an option, the more
2: I think about it. It was like a couple of days, yeah.
0: Although... There is a good chance that we should just send him the crown anyway, because if all of us die, and there's a good chance of that happening, then we don't want the crown to fall into the hands of the cult, in which case we would rather have Mernie have it.
2: That is true, and we also had talked about the possibility that there are high-ranking members of the Sapphire Saber who are in the cult, and so we can't necessarily mm. just drop it off at the old identification station at the Sapphire Saber and say, "Hey, here you go.
1: Here's an artifact of priceless value and power." <laughs> Your plan was to get a pearl and have took us identify it.
3: Yeah, we want we want to be the ones to identify it. Yeah, um, is there anything we can learn about it if we like theoretically rolled really well on our checks or something?
1: Oh, hey.
2: Are there any underground lakes in here? We could just go, uh, go find skin a pearl. diving and go find a pearl and a clam somewhere. <laughs> you could probably find underground lakes, but I don't think they would have clams in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, why don't we just have Mernie send us a pearl? He's right by the green spire. That's true. I start writing a note. Mernie, please send us a pearl. We'll pay you back. <laughs> We're good for it.
3: Well, no, we should just put the amount of money the pearl is worth in the satchel.
2: Okay, everybody pony up. 33-something gold. <laughs> Yeah You don't have party funds
3: Actually, I have enough money to just pay for it, dudes Yeah? Yeah But you've
0: also been uh, historically low on money And we're trying to save up for the old teleportation
3: I have 16 platinum pieces I have 174 gold pieces We we made bank
2: Let us chip in
3: You want to chip in? Okay
2: I'm pretty good My total net worth is 848 gold, so I'm good
3: (laughs) Alright, how about this? I'll pay the extra gold I'll pay 34 And you guys can both pay 33
2: Alright, sounds good. Alright,
3: fair enough. leaves me at a very nice even number. Alright, so I put in 34 pieces of gold. But hold hold on, hold on.
0: Before we do all this, I think either way, we can't risk the crown falling into the hands of the cult, so I think we need to send it to him anyway. And yes, there's a risk that Mernie, like, goes mad and, and takes it for himself, but I see this as like a Lord of the Rings Bilbo Frodo situation. Like, yes, there's a chance Frodo falls to the Ring of Power, but we have to take that chance.
2: But for him to research the crown will take days. For him to send us a pearl could happen immediately, and then we can identify it using the pearl right away. Well, only if he's checking the
3: bag, and only if he can actually get the pearl. Well, sure. Mm A. B, if your hope, Brian, is that the cult doesn't get their hands on the crown or the armband of Altoria, we would need to put them both in the satchel and destroy the satchels.
0: I'm less concerned about the armband, one, because we can actually use it in combat, and two, because it's not one of the things, you know, right the relics.
3: But we've already established that they would figure out how these bags work. Your hope is that Mernie grabs the crown before they get to the bag. That's a possibility. Yeah, basically.
2: Well, plus we can put the crown into the bag at any time.
3: Okay, I got an idea. Here's how we get all of our bases. We write him a complicated note that says, because he can handle complicated. It's Mernie, <laughs> right? Remember? Yeah. We, we mentioned, we say, hey, if you can identify the crown on your own, do so Let us know what it does. We need help. We're dying. We're surrounded. We're trapped in a cave. Or if you can get a pearl, here's the money for the pearl, and we'll identify it ourselves. Right. Yes. Like we write him a note to that gist, and then we hope on the small chance he's going to check the satchel in the next hour or so. Yeah.
2: So if you can cast the identify spell on the crown, then do that. If not, send us a pearl.
3: Yes. Nailed it. And we've paid for it. We want a pearl that's of this quality. Right. 100 gold pieces quality.
2: Or better. So, I mean, you would think a high-level caster would have some pearls lying around, right? Yeah. Maybe we should have asked him for the pearl a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Probably, but here we are
0: at the bottom of a cave surrounded by cultists.
2: So, we put into the satchel the crown, the note, and a little pouch with 100 gold pieces in it.
3: Yep. yep. And and kisses and we love you, Mernie. Yep. yep. You know, we miss you every day.
2: And, oh, yeah, and in the note we say, please leave us a note to let us know that you've... You understand and you've got it. Yeah. So, like, after he takes it, leave it up. So, and then we check every like 15 minutes on the dot or every half hour, every 15 seconds. We
0: should also put a note in there that, like, we have to somehow figure out a way to say, like, don't put the crown right back in the bag when you're done with it, because then if the cult has the bag, then they just get
2: the
3: crown. Unless you're giving us the ability to
0: use it.
2: Yeah, no, no, he definitely should give us the crown back if it is coming alongside. Identifiable. No, he should give us the crown back regardless when he either has Mm -hmm. the pearl or has the information about the crown right
3: well brian's trying to protect the crown
2: yeah but we need the crown in order to identify it if he sends us the pearl we need the crown also so that we can cast identify
3: but if we're dead and the cult
0: has the bag then <laughs> we don't want the crown to fall into the hands of the cult
2: he's playing to the
3: plus one game a little bit brian is like the in theory if we were to die what is the end result to the world we're leaving behind yeah
2: Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but what what is the alternative to that? Like how how do we mitigate that issue that you're talking about?
3: If we can't ID the crown, he shouldn't give it back to us.
0: Um, we set up a code word that only Tokus would know, or that you know only Tokus and Merney would know.
2: Regardless of whether we use a code word or not, that that doesn't solve the problem that you're talking about, which is that at some point the crown is going to enter the bag. And whether or not we are alive when that happens has no bearing on when the crown is in the bag or not in the bag.
3: Is it worth waiting to see if he can acquire a pearl before we put the crown in the bag, guys? Probably not. I think we need to send it and just try to get out of here. Right, and then maybe Mernie doesn't give us back the crown as one of the potential outcomes. Just just laying that out there. We did have a long discussion about this like a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. So we're willing to risk it? I think so.
2: Yeah, but there's no way to keep whatever happens to us out of the end result of him either sending the crown back or not sending it back
0: it could be like don't send it back until we write you a note with this code word on it and then we send it and then if he takes that out before he has that yeah if he has that the cult gets us then they can't send a note with that code word so he knows not to send it back
3: i seriously feel like we don't actually want to give mernie the crown i think we should shoot for the hey here's 100 gold pieces Try to get us a pearl Like yeah. Cause I think we were pretty Like we weren't sure 100% if we could trust him Regarding the Like all we have to go off Is like Mernie joked That he would love The throne for himself I mean <laughs> Yes he has a good track record With like the armband But like the armband Isn't something that He'd be interested in mm-hmm. So much Yeah,
2: Yeah. I mean, again, he's a high-level caster. Either he has a pearl or multiple pearls of his own that he could even just let us borrow long enough to cast the identify spell, or he would would have ready access to one close by. that He could get a lot quicker than he could spend the few days it took him to research the bracer.
3: Yeah, we, we need the quick fix. I think it's pretty much pearl or nothing. Okay. I think, Brian. So we're
0: okay with us having the crown on us? If we're trying to make our escape and I get taken down, then then the cult gets the crown. We're okay with that. <laughs> I'm just just making sure.
2: I think either we plan to have him send us the crown back, which is the whole reason why we're sending it to him in the first place, or we plan to have him not send it back to keep it safe. Like otherwise, there's there's no pattern that we can establish in our communication with him, limited as it is, that's going to really protect the crown.
3: We haven't figured out if the crown has implications or not. Like the crown could literally give you an advantage on uh, concentration checks or something like we don't know what the crown does it might give Mm -hmm. us a combat benefit and if we're shooting for the moon here either we do care about the world we're leaving behind from a story perspective which I think is the right thing to do but it's like if we're dying and leaving this world anyway doesn't really matter to us as players if they get the crown
2: I had that thought earlier but that's not what a hero would do
3: (laughs) it's not what a hero would do true yeah, yeah, that's true I was just putting that thought out there
1: But then again, Shava's probably the only real hero in the party <laughs>
2: Yeah <laughs> Hey, what are you trying to say? My exact thought pattern was Well, if I die, then I won't care But I'll still be responsible for The, result. the end of the world as we know it <laughs>
3: Yeah Okay, so we stash the crown And we hope that Mernie doesn't take it for himself Or that we can grab the crown before he checks the bag again After we get out of this mess Yes, exactly
0: One of those two Okay And if it means him just holding on to it And us having to go get
3: it from him That's fine We'll do it Well then we should just write the original note we had Because if he's going to get the crown anyway We might as well be like Hey, identify it for us please
2: The whole reason I brought up this idea Is so that we could use the crown To bypass this encounter To somehow aid us in getting past the cult I don't know if it's going to
3: bypass it It might give us like an advantage
2: Right, you know what I mean Sure it's It's an advantage It's something that we can use
3: Right. Well, while we're passively waiting to see what that party that they're forming does, we should go ahead and commit to a a, a letter and commit to the money and commit to the this and the that. Mm -hmm. Send it to Mernie, hope something happens. And maybe the only thing it's going to do is give us the comfort that the crown is hard for them to get to. Harder for them to get to. Because they do have to figure out the interdimensional satchel first and then take the crown out. Yeah. Using the command word, right? Like You can't just grab stuff out of the bag.
1: Right. Right. There's one command that sends it from the bag to the interdimensional storage space. And then there are two other commands that can be used to empty it, either everything at once or just one item. Mm -hmm.
3: So all of that might extend how long Mernie has to grab the crown, which is good if we're dead, which is bad if we want it back.
1: Right. So
2: there's your code word right there. It's like a lock on the bag that you can't access it unless you know the code word.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So there you go. But they will figure that out. Eventually, Eventually, yeah, but hopefully Mernie gets it first
3: Okay, I like it, right. let's right. commit to that <laughs> Let's do the note and everything, hope for the best We trust you, Mirny. We, I mean, we don't, but we're hoping <laughs> Yeah, you're
2: our only hope you're, We have no choice but to trust you Yeah, we're hoping You are our Frodo
1: Okay, well I have rolled a D1440 To determine how long before he checks it Alright,
0: Okay. Awesome. <laughs> cool, alright <laughs> I'm glad you have one of those
3: uh, laying around there thing. <laughs>
2: Yeah
3: Yep. Alright, so we've locked that in so do we see anything, like, what's coming of that party that formed?
1: Yeah, we're just hunkered down. They have seemed to have finished up their preparations, and they're sending out a smaller group. One guy, pretty clearly a leader, heavily armored and armed as well. He's got, like, the, the mask. hmm And four other followers going with him. Okay, five total.
3: So that would knock it down from 27 to 22. 22, yeah. If we wait long enough for them to leave... Which is hopefully sooner than the other guys broke out of the prison we built. Yeah. yeah. Do we wait for that chance? I mean, it could it could literally mean five less combatants.
0: Absolutely, we wait. There's no way that they've gotten through sawing through, like, six steel bars and gotten pushed open a stone door uh, in the time that it took them to leave. Right. We're, we hope. Like, we're banking on that. Yeah. Right. I mean,
1: it has been a few hours since you left.
0: Well, right. Travel time. Few but hours, yeah. They have the same travel time, so...
1: Yeah. We're hoping that
3: in the threshold that that group of five leaves is during while the group of eight is still returning.
1: Mm-hmm. This group is heading in the same direction as the first group was.
3: Okay. So yeah, they're going to check on them. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this is our window. Yeah.
0: So I think we wait for them to pass by. We let them get a good distance away down, you know, past us, and then we strike.
3: Uh, we should check the bag first. Okay. It's been a little more time.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, we
3: check it. All right, we check the bag. This is like Christmas
1: morning. All right, guys. Uh-huh. There's nothing there. Well, <gasps> not nothing there. Sorry. There's no change. <laughs> okay, what we left in there is still uh, there.
3: Okay, what we left okay. is still there. All right. Okay. Dang um, Okay, <laughs> 22 cultists yep. on high alert. Yeah. They're probably on higher alert now that, like, two of their strongest groups of cultists are gone.
2: Or maybe when the cat's away, the mice will play, Took us <laughs> From our perch, do we see a path through the perimeter lights like could we try to course through Uh,
1: the lights are placed in the semicircle such that all of the edges of the lights are just barely overlapping okay so the whole thing is lit up to some extent um if you went right between two of the lights then you wouldn't be in the bright light as long but you would still be lit up okay and they have guards watching the whole perimeter the whole time Mm -hmm.
3: what's the range on hypnotic pattern? Maybe I'm going about this all wrong in my mind 120 feet Cool Guys, what about this idea? Stripey and I are a distraction I'm still going back to that plan But hear hear me out (laughs) Stripey and I are a distraction You guys get to the rope Invisible Climb the rope Aslo casts Hypnotic Pattern Before it looks like Stripey and I are going
2: down Mm -hmm. Can he climb ropes? Absolutely not. He's got paws. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah.
3: So I have to I have to grab stripey and pull no, no, him up no. the rope You with don't man.
2: have to grab stripey because there are diminishing returns having both you and Stripey provide a distraction. All that is required for a distraction is the distraction. So Stripey can stay with me and doesn't have to go with you.
3: Okay. If if he's inside of your pouch, is he also invisible?
2: Probably not. He probably just looks like a badger floating in the air.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Unless he's completely
0: inside the pack? How does that work?
1: (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't really fit in your pouch so much anymore yeah yeah he's so big that's yeah, true but no he wouldn't be invisible just because he's inside something mm.
3: so you're you're hoping to provide a distraction as in like we throw something that's loud in the opposite direction that we're approaching the camp right you play a lot of stealth games jay how, how should we get out
2: yeah so in far cry you have a either a stone or a tin can depending <laughs> on whether you're in a vehicle or not and in the Metro series, you have tin cans in your inventory. And you throw them, and they'll be like, what's that? And then they'll break from their patrol
3: pattern. I mean, the whole camp isn't going to go look.
2: Well, of course. <laughs> but it's like when you're trying to sneak around a specific guard, they like they break from their normal patrol pattern. You know, like they go to the end, and they hang out, and they look around, and then they mm-hmm. turn around and go back. So, like, you can get them to diverge. Right.
3: Because we're, we're hoping to make this 22 even smaller. But by how much? Right. 18? Maybe we're only facing 17. I mean, they're going to turn around and hear the commotion if we engage.
2: Mm-hmm. And we don't have a silent takedown like you do in all the video games I play.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, we don't have 22 silent takedowns simultaneously. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we doing?
2: You get a bonus in Far Cry for taking over an entire base without alerting the guards once. And so that's <laughs> what I try to do every time I, <laughs> I go to a base. We don't want to waste this opportunity. This is the best chance we've had. There's only 22 at the camp. Let's
3: do the plan. What's the plan, Aslo? The plan is we're figuring out the plan.
2: The first part of the plan is we all get into our robes because regardless of mm. how much they throw them off, even for 10 seconds or whatever it is, you know, yeah. we get into our robes because right.
3: we get Stripey into his cultist robe yep, as
2: well. <laughs> his little Harry <laughs> Potter get up because that's the best we got and we're, we're pulling out all the stops for this one.
3: Yep. Okay, I don't know if it's going to help all that much, two shorts, a, a badger and a tall guy. Well,
2: that's the thing, is that at least some of us will be invisible. So we're not going to have that same... Oh, pro- we are going with the invisibility plan. You said you didn't like it. I didn't say I didn't like it. If we can have some of us invisible, why wouldn't we? Right. So that we don't fit that profile. They're looking yeah, yeah. for a, sh- a tall guy and two short guys. Like, why would we present that?
3: Yeah. I like the idea of getting our squishiest, maybe not necessarily you, Shaba, but getting our squishiest... To the rope and climbing the rope. And you can cast Hypnotic one-handed, right? Uh, I should be able to. Look into that. Because like the, uh, the whole idea of you're already on the rope and climbing and like kind of safe matters.
2: Yeah, you can definitely cast spells one-handed. Somatic components. Wizards can cast with a staff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. What are the implications of mirror image and invisibility? They would be duplicates of me, so they would also be invisible. Would they? Yeah, why wouldn't they? they're they're copies of however i look mm, that's true they're exact copies <laughs> they even mirror, mimic my actions
3: i was just trying to save you an action it's because uh, that's not a bonus action that's a full action right so like if, if we're going in like all the sorts of like bardics and mirror image and everything we can possibly like i might as well like use the ring of jump on myself all the buffs yep buff before the raid my dude Right and like through that trace Might be worth it It might get us closer To the rope before they Yep exactly
2: Yeah Tokus. That brings up another question What are the implications Of magical
1: light Versus magical darkness Mm -hmm. As a cast light (laughs) <laughs> in fifth edition, at least, I believe the darkness generally wins unless the light is cast like directly on it to counter it or something like that. Mm.
3: Hmm. Oh, you're you're thinking about the darkness stone again? Yes, the yeah, darkness stone could be sweet. That could be how we start this encounter: is we chuck the darkness stone at the camp <laughs> around the same time that we chuck the no. Seriously, like we chuck something to make noise in the direction we're not engaging, and then we throw the darkness stone to try to take out some of their lights. To get a path
2: Yeah that was kind of My thinking was that We would travel with The darkness stone Like one of those Bushes that they always use And they go chook, 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 And they take a few steps
3: <laughs> uh, Well that kind of Gives away our position
1: Okay so darkness <laughs> Beats light of the same Level or lower Is what it looks like uh, rule. And now you okay. will see That evil will always, always triumph over
2: good Because, because good, good is,
1: is dumb, dumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> So darkness beats light As long as it's of Higher level but we have no idea what level the darkness stone is. No.
3: Nope. Well, darkness is a level one spell, isn't it, or level two? Spell so
2: is light. Light is a is a. Yeah. No, cantrip. light is a
3: cantrip. Yeah. Cantrip is weaker than a level two spell.
2: Right. But they've got ten lights that have been on infinitely for the last like that nobody's concentrating on so this is a pretty high level spell
1: <laughs> i thought there were like a combination of torches and stuff they're like light they have torches in the central camp torches and campfires are in the main camp and then the magic lights are on the outside mm. the okay. perimeters are magic yeah and nobody's standing there going Ugh. well
3: aslo doesn't have to do that he just casts it and he has a light source that's true yeah it's not even concentration the, the light cantrip if 10 out of the 22 guys know how to cast the cantrip light, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> hmm. That's true.
0: Okay, so, here's the thing. My two concentrations, hypnotic pattern and invisibility, but I think it's best to have invisibility up to get us both up there and then potentially cast hypnotic pattern after we've climbed, started climbing up the rope, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also, can we tell just by looking at the radius of the magical lights, whether they're just a light spell or if they look more powerful than that. Because the light is, what,
1: 20 foot bright and 20 foot shadowy? Mm -hmm. They're not just a light spell because they're floating in the air.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, light has to be cast on an object, that's right.
3: Which of us should have the Wand of Web? Should it be me? Should it be Shaba? Who
2: has it again? We keep moving it around.
3: I don't have it. I do.
2: Okay as has it
3: yeah should somebody else besides you have it in this case possibly yeah because you have a lot of things you're going to be doing like yes. you're a really pivotal piece so i think either shaba or i should have it maybe you should so that you can
0: like as you're running away from people you can blast them with it restrain them
3: yeah that gives me a cc which i don't have like if i'm going to be the only one on the ground and you guys snuck to the rope and then I'm, like, running and jumping to the rope. Yeah. Maybe I should have Webb. Yeah, I'll give you the wand of Webb. I still don't know how we're getting Stripey out of this. Is he with Shaba?
2: Well, only two of us can go invisible anyway, so two of us are going to have to be.
3: Right. Like, I'm I'm saying that, like, he might be the worthy sacrifice here.
2: Well, how did we get down? I mean, how do, how do we climb up the rope at Ildrazar? How do we climb up the rope... And any of the larger things, if Stripey can't go in my pack,
3: <laughs> we like we like put a <laughs> harness on Stripey and like attach him to you.
2: <laughs> yeah, like that's my point. Like, what mm. what do we what do we actually physically do if he can't fit in my pack anymore?
1: I think the general idea is you're usually carrying him somehow.
2: Yeah, Shaba is big. Yeah, so I'll just do that same thing. He'll be visible. Well, that'll throw them off even more when they see a floating badger. (laughs) (laughs) So, not too worried about it.
3: Or you could be carrying the Dark Stone, but that kind of defeats the purpose of the invisibility. We could plant the Dark Stone on Stripey, like, shove it under his collar or something. Yeah. (laughs) And just let him run loose in the camp. And then he can't see. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Hang on a second. Stripey is one of the few that could still operate even in the midst of darkness. He has a good sense of smell. Doesn't Badgers have a good sense of smell? Mm
2: -hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's got advantage on all perception checks regarding smell. He
3: might still (laughs) be able to, like, make smell checks to get to, like, like, if you literally give him the command of, all right, Stripey, follow me. Like, he should be able to follow your send.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That's true. I like this idea. So you guys are invisible. Maybe we put the Stripey in darkness. Yeah. Well, we need, to, we need to figure this out. Like, we need to do it before they get back, guys. We can't plan forever.
0: And presumably, we had spent some of our time before we left originally, like, having all this conversation, planning this stuff out. Right. Just wanted to point that out for the sake of the DM. We had, like, what, half a day or something to do all this?
3: Yeah. Uh, it was, like, a two-hour trip. Right, two,
0: three hours Like before we even left Originally Like right. way before this episode
3: We've been talking about this The whole time, sure yeah. But like yeah. At some point We need to pull the trigger so, so let's let's just not forget All the tools in our toolkit
2: Right So if we're gonna use The Darkness Stone at all We should use it on Anyone and everyone Who is not invisible Okay, so I can be with Stripey Right Can I still operate With the Darkness?
3: I have dark vision You can't see Yeah, dark magical darkness I can't see Okay, so I will hang on to Stripes And he'll lead me Like a blind, like a
2: seeing eye dog? Blind leading the blind, yeah. You just have him on a (laughs) leash and he'll lead you through.
3: Okay, so I'll hold on to Stripes and he'll follow the smell of Shaba. Okay. I like it. All right. Uh Brian, you have lots of buffs. What are we doing? Oh, I'm also going to cast jump on myself because it's a freebie. Cast jump mm-hmm. on yourself. Invisibility on Shaba and I. Oh, wait, wait, before the invisibility, didn't you need weren't you considering uh pass without trace? Uh, mirror mirror image. Oh, yeah. yeah, pass without trace from Shaba, Buff. mirror image from you. All of the above. Mirror image lasts 60 seconds. Uh
0: yes. Uh, mirror image lasts a minute, invisibility lasts
2: an hour.
3: Right. So it is going to be depleted by some amount of time, but if we're like moving and we get into initiative quickly enough. Yeah. You'll still have it for a number of turns.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Pass without trace also lasts an hour.
3: Okay. So that'll be Shaba's buff. Okay, so pass. I've got. Okay, I'm holding on to Stripey. We've shoved the. Can we plant the dark stone on Stripey somehow? Yeah, it's on on a necklace, so we just hang it around his neck. We hang the necklace around Stripey. Yeah. Perfect. Around his head. Okay. Cool.
0: So I'm going to crossed off the wand of web write wand of web on your character sheet I'm also
3: yeah I'm gonna take the wand crossing off the darkness stone ooh I think I found a spell that I actually want to use do you guys think long strider could be relevant here probably yeah
2: does long strider help you climb faster
3: it gives me 10 feet of extra movement Uh, yeah Death skis Yeah That's five feet of extra climbing It's for one hour Or something like that It costs me one spell slot, one action touch Yeah, totes
0: I say go for it Might be the thing that lets you outrun the
3: cultists Totes, Broats. So, do I cast that also on stripes? Do we blow all my spell slots, giving him and me more mobility? Might as well I'm not gonna have time to cast all these Like, I have shield, sure I have a free hex I have the free misty charge Like, maybe I should just make Stripey and me faster, because we're trying to do a runaway mission.
2: Yeah, how are we doing this anyway? Is it Stripey has a harness around him, which is attached to your leash that he's leading you by with the Darkness Stone, and then when you get to the rope, you just carabiner him onto your belt,
1: (laughs) and then start climbing. You just start climbing, and he dangles below. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Tokus does have a 19th
2: strength. Right.
3: I mean, Tokus is strong. I think me or Shaba should be the one to carry Stripey up the rope. Yeah, right.
2: I'm just saying if he's with you and we get separated, then we just have to make sure that he has a way up.
3: I'm not a strong enough mage to cast Longstrider on multiple targets with the same spell slot. (laughs) It is when you cast a spell using a spell slot of second level or higher You can target an additional
2: Do it on yourself because you're the one who's going to be climbing
1: You don't have second level spells yet?
3: I don't have second level spells yet (laughs) Yeah, what's wrong with you?
2: I'm like a third of a caster,
3: haven't we talked about this? Dude, don't you have
2: second (laughs) level spells yet? No, we've never talked about it ever
0: talking about this before No, I don't think
2: you've mentioned that ever Not (laughs) once (laughs)
0: So you two are gonna be the distraction, right? So you are you're actually gonna go first, then Shaba and I, Invisible, are gonna sneak up, hopefully get around them or pass them or whatever, climb up the rope and then potentially hypnotic pattern down on the camp, stun a bunch of them, keep climbing. Web the rest. You yeah. can
3: web them. Try to get to the rope. Yeah. I still think there's a strong chance we leave Stripey behind. I'm not trying to articulate that. I think it's difficult to get him out, mm. just given the circumstances.
0: Shaba could also uh, do Spike Growth at some point. If you manage to get to the rope and
3: start climbing and they're
0: chasing after you, Yeah, right.
3: Shaba could Spike Growth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of minimal, though. They're humanoid. They're smart. Remember the time, like, there was a ginormous difference between when we used Spike Growth in that camp encounter. Remember with, like, the Lightning Bojo guy? Yeah. Ginormous difference in effectiveness from that to the... Yeah.
0: It's just if they pass the uh, the wisdom check or whatever it is
3: <laughs> the wisdom save yeah but they're also just more intelligent like once they know kind of where it is they won't walk over it
0: but if it's right around the base of the thing then they have to walk over it in order to get to the rope to climb it so yeah right.
3: <laughs> that's fair True. that's fair yeah. that's fair okay I like, I like it so maybe Maybe you do cast that once you get to the rope, Shaba. Yeah. Okay, um, casting anything breaks invisibility. Right. Yes. Exactly. Correct. So, like, once we do that, or you do your hypnotic pattern. As important as it will be for me getting out of there. Yep. Maybe.
2: So invisibility has to be the last spell that is cast.
3: Yes, exactly. Oh, wait, so you're not going to invisibility into the camp. You're going to
0: invisibility afterward. Already... He's just saying I have to cast Mirror Image first, then invisibility, then we start the
2: raid. You have to cast yeah. Mirror Image, then I have to cast Pass Without Trace, and then you cast Invisibility. Oh, uh, you yes. cast yeah,
3: Invisibility. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any bardics you want to hand out before we do this? or Yeah, I'll go ahead and bardic both of you um, okay. right before we go into Sweet. Nice. I like it.
0: Okay. I think that's everything. And, of course, I have other spells if we need
3: them. Is it always like this before a big encounter? Yes, always. (laughs) Is this normal?
0: It's just that this one is super, super important (laughs) and extremely difficult for us to get out of, so we had to plan super, super well.
2: No, but, I mean, planning sessions, I mean, we all, like, when we play in person... You know our live stream campaigns, yeah. champions of the multiverse. Go check it out on YouTube. Search Damage Guild on YouTube. <laughs> we always have just epic planning sessions before <sighs> any large
1: encounter or or heist. That's true. Yeah, remember you probably spent like four hours planning how to invade that giant's camp in our last campaign. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: and then um, did it not even matter?
1: Uh, that actually ended up working out in the end. I think. For the most part, things started going awry pretty quickly, but you had enough of a plan that it kept together. Yeah. Mm. I mean, my character got crushed by a boulder, but it still worked <laughs> out.
3: <laughs> oh, did your character was dead?
2: No, he just got hit by a giant's boulder.
3: Oh uh, okay. <laughs> um there's one last thing we could do. So like how much of your mirror image is gonna deplete before we like before it's actually relevant? Uh, it last a minute, and I have three of them. Does that answer your question? No, I'm wondering <laughs> if I should use something from the armband. I could cast... The problem, the problem with this ability is it's a whole action, but I could cast resilience on, like, myself or Stripey. Mm. Or,
2: that is not a problem while we're out of combat, whether it's an action or not.
3: Yeah, so, like, maybe... Right, maybe before we... So, in other words, could I wait until DM calls initiative? Could I, like cast Resilience on myself before we go into combat. How long does that last? It's 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing... From non-magical.
2: Which is 10 rounds of the same amount of time as mirror image. Mm-hmm. That's why I was asking about mirror right image.
3: Right before we
0: start, just go ahead and cast it on yourself. You're the distraction, so we want you to be durable.
3: Right. Super, super tank. Yeah. Okay, so I'll cast it, and it's okay. It's going to lose X number of seconds. Yeah. I mean, you do, you know, do it right before we go in. Like, how long do you think it's going to take us to sneak to the camp? Good question Like is it 15 seconds if it's 30 seconds Then it's like I don't really want to use this I don't even know if you should use your ability
2: Yeah I don't even know if mirror image is worth it Yet Hmm. because just If it takes us any longer if there are Anything any impediments we run Into along the way like it's going to be Almost gone anyway
3: I mean it might be one of those Things where we'll wish that we had done it Because every action could be precious Mm -hmm. Like maybe we should just both Do it or I, I mean I can wait to Do it I'm in the shadows and I'm walking Towards the camp it's not like this is I don't think this is a command word right it's just I think it Yeah yeah. I just think it And the armband does it
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. I, although I think I'm the only one who can sneak at full Speed so we're gonna have to Travel pretty slowly mm. through the camp True
3: I'll wait on the resilience But I think it's reasonable for you to mirror image Like in other words think about it this way Brian You won't have enough time in this combat To use up all your spell slots anyway We'll probably be dead before that happens
2: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think you wait on the mirror image And the reason why is because If things go poorly And you're climbing the rope Mm. then a full mirror image gets you out of short range of any crossbows a lot easier if it's not about to run out. That's true. Okay.
3: So if, if his invisibility breaks, go ahead and cast it.
2: Right. Yeah. Kind of a situation. It's too
3: bad it's not a bonus. I guess it'd be really overpowered if it were a <laughs> bonus action.
2: Yeah, because we're going to, ideally, we're doing two things. Well, one of three things at any given time. Sneaking, running, or climbing. Yeah. Mm. And if we're doing one of those three things, then we're going to want some protection. Yeah.
3: I mean, I have action search. I I could literally do a turn of action search, cast resilience on myself, use an action, use the wand of web. Like I can do a lot in a turn. So maybe this is, this is mountains and molehills, guys. Let's, let's do it. Let's do the Uh, thing before they get back. Let's just, let's just make it count. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should check the bag one last time. We should. (laughs) (laughs) It's been another X amount of minutes. Good reminder there. Yes, we should. All right, let's check the bag. One last time, come on, Merney, Merney, come on, come through for us, buddy. Come
1: on,
2: <laughs> Merney, for old times' sake. No, it has not been long enough
1: for him to have found it.
2: No change. Okay, Man. All right. How long has it been since we put the crown in the bag? Twenty-five minutes. Okay. Thirty minutes, maybe.
0: Okay. So, Bardic inspiration, both of you. That'll last ten minutes. Should be plenty of time
2: Are we checking the chalk chunk? The chalk chunk is where we are right now Mm -hmm. We can erase that shape as we go by We've been monitoring that, right? I know we said that last time
1: Yeah We were You were watching it occasionally You didn't see anyone pass by it Okay Yeah Okay
3: So yeah, it seems like this is our window, dudes
1: Uh Uh-huh This is
3: it Okay So Bardic's on both of you
0: Yep Not doing mirror image yet So Shaba, you cast Pass Without Trace on us
2: Mm-hmm. On all of us. All of us.
3: All right. I'm going to use a spell slot and crush a little grasshopper leg or whatever long strider takes. Really weird spell, <laughs> and I am 10 feet faster for an hour.
2: All right, sick. Okay. Not
3: concentration. It's just a buff. No. Nice. Transmutation. Shaba. You cast.
2: I cast. Pass without trace. Okay. That's how it sounds.
3: <laughs> then I cast invisibility. So we both Shaba and I are going to be like fast with this stealth speed and you and Stripey would lag behind so I guess we, I guess we slow down for them.
2: Yes. yeah
3: actually should we have a different formation than that Should we kind of break a little bit?
0: Yes, definitely. You guys are the distraction. so you you bank left and pull them away left and then we bank right.
2: Okay, sounds good. We just go straight ahead. we're invisible. We just go straight yeah, you, ahead.
3: You're just going for the rope.
2: Yeah, the shortest distance between two points. It's a straight line. Is a wrinkle. We find that rope, and we make a straight line.
3: Stripey and I are going to curve a little bit to the right and swing a little wide. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe we should go to the left, so we're not, like, the middle of the camp. Let's swing left, so we're the side of the camp. Left. Perfect. Yep. yep. We're going to swing left. What is your entry angle? Which side of the camp were we hiding on, Thane?
2: It doesn't really matter. You can hide anywhere. Okay, well, then we approach the camp from wherever we're hiding. (laughs) I mean...
3: I want to approach one of the sides of the camp and not just show up in the middle of it.
2: That's a good idea, actually. Traveling right along the wall seems better than just going through all their tents and stuff.
0: Oh, that's true. Right.
1: So are you approaching along the same side, same wall? Should we split up
2: and go around opposite sides, or should we all approach from the same way? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: so, so you and Shaba could go to the far wall and then come around, and Stripey and I could go... To the near wall. Because you're invisible, you could you could be undetected, even though you're crossing the open space.
2: Yep. Yes. All right,
3: let's split. You're going to come around that way, and we'll go the way that the other way. we're already hiding next to.
2: Yeah. So we are going to, uh, of course, give them a super wide berth until we get to the wall, and then yeah. we're going to follow it and approach.
3: All right, so we've mapped this all out in the dirt, or in the water, somehow, on the floor, <laughs> and we've, like, figured this out. And we're going to just... Go for it Go team, go
1: And then you put Stripey in the darkness necklace and run along the wall
3: Oh, you know what stinks though? I thought we were going to have him follow Shaba's scent
2: No, he'll still be following my scent because we're both moving toward the rope from the opposite ways That's true
3: and also, you might as well just keep the
0: darkness necklace around yourself so that you have control over it if you need to cap it and make the darkness go away.
3: Right. Yeah, but I need to be leashed to Stripey because I don't know where I'm going. Right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'll, okay, we'll, ta- we'll take the necklace off of Stripey. I'm going to wear the darkness stone, and I'll <laughs> okay. have the cap.
1: Yes. Cool. Yeah. There we go. All right, we're set. Make your stealth checks. And I
3: get, to, I get this with advantage, right? Or is it plus?
1: It's disadvantage because it's your armor.
3: I rolled a one.
2: You have your stealth (laughs) bonus plus 10 from the Pass Without Trace.
3: Yeah, but I rolled a natural one.
2: Yeah, but you still have a plus 10 from the Pass Without Trace plus your stealth bonus.
3: So that's a 25 for Aslo.
2: And a
1: 23 for Shaba. Tokus has a total of a
3: 12, looks Mm -hmm. like. Did Stripey need to make a check?
1: Well, it's not going to be worse than yours, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, the guard that is watching in your direction, Tokus, shouts out, Hey, Sounds like someone's coming from over there. Any points in your general direction? Great. And a few of the nearby cultists perk up and start readying. Wonderful. (laughs) This is going
0: swimmingly already. (laughs) Just like all good heist movies. Gotta have something go wrong.